ABC Radio Australia. Prime Ministers, Presidents and Foreign Ministers are converging on the Fiji town of Nandi for a special Pacific Islands Forum Leaders Meeting. While proceedings are yet to begin, Australia's Foreign Minister Penny Wong has already announced assistance to host country Fiji. And I did want to take the opportunity to have the first uh, announcement in, in relation to that strengthening and renewal, which is an additional $10 million from Australia to help rebuild schools in Fiji's northern division that were devastated by the tropical cyclones in 2020 and 2021. Uh, we, uh, this is uh, additional funding on top of an existing program which will enable us to rebuild all nine schools, I think, that were destroyed or damaged. But most importantly, not just rebuild them, but rebuild, the, rebuild them to a higher standard. That announcement by Penny Wong was made at a joint press conference with Prime Minister Sitiveni Rambuka last night. Joining us now for more about the Pacific Islands Forum Leaders Meeting is ABC's reporter in Fiji, Lude Muvono. Good, good morning to you, Lude. Valavina Priyanka, that's how they say hello here in Nandi uh, on Denaro Island, where all of the leaders of the Pacific are gathering for the Pacific Islands Forum's Special Leaders Retreat, Priyanka. Yes, and you are there, Lude, uh, as you mentioned. Um, and before we dig into that um, special retreat, we just heard from Foreign Minister from Australia, Penny Wong, announcing help for cyclones, cyclone-hit Fiji schools, saying they'll be built, built back even stronger but it was that the only announcement. There was something else there, wasn't it? That's right, Priyanka. She also um, talked about the, the Partnerships for Health, the Partnerships for a Healthy Region Initiative, a $620 million project that's meant to fund over five years a range of health activities in the Pacific. Um, they are a response, she mentions um, in a statement sent overnight. Uh, their response to the COVID-19 crisis and to the lessons that have been learned from the kind of burden that health systems across the Pacific faced while trying to address the pandemic. So it's things like um, communicable disease prevention and control, uh, NCDs, sexual and reproductive health rights, and the list goes on, Priyanka. Yes, interesting. There are some, I guess, two long-term developments there uh, for Fiji uh, with the cyclone-proof schools and also this health funding. Um, But let's go to the matter at hand, this uh, leaders' conference that's happening. You're in Nandi, where where that Pacific Island Forum leaders' meeting, that retreat is happening. What is it like there? Any hints of this this big meeting uh, that's set to be underway? Yes, Priyanka, as it is, the air on Danarau is quite different. There's a, um, a an almost a, a jovial kind of a mood. Everyone is, it's a little bit noisier than usual. Um, you know, you expect Pacific Island Forum leaders, or at least over the last several years, they tend to have been, you know, a bit more of a sober event and people uh, are quite serious. But um, I guess that was tantamount to um, the, the effects of the fractions within the family or within the Pacific Vuvan as they call it here in the region. But last night, what we witnessed um, at the Secretary General Henry Puna's reception was a very informal atmosphere. A lot of hugging, um, beginning with that between SG Henry Puna and, of course, President Mamau from the Republic mm. of Kiribati, who, of course, um, you know, had been away from the Pacific Valley over the last year. And so already uh, there is um, some happiness that we can 
witness, Priyanka. Yes, can you tell us about that significance of this meeting the day? I mean, you mentioned the the return, or the the joyous return, it seems, of um, Kiribati President Tanes Mau Mau. But what what broader, what broadly is the significance of this um, special meeting? Why is it happening? What do we know about it? Priyanka, this entire meeting, the the leaders. Uh, special retreat, it's called, is focused on um, the Suva Agreement. Now, the Suva Agreement is a meeting brokered uh, between the Pacific Islands Forum and the members of the Micronesian Presidents Summit, which is, of course, you know, the heads of the Micronesian states of the Pacific, um, who a year prior had threatened to leave the Pacific Islands Forum uh, over the selection of the current head of the Forum Secretary, uh, Mr. Henry Poon the former prime minister of the Cook Islands, um, given uh, previous tradition, uh, the, the post of SG to the Pacific Islands Forum Secretariat is usually rotated amongst the three Pacific blocs, Melanesia, Polynesia, and Micronesia. And so the belief had been that uh, two years ago, the new SG needed to be from the Micronesian states. And the MPS, the Micronesian Presidential Summit, had a candidate in mind. However, um, it was put to a vote like it normally does, and the majority voted in favor of Secretary General Henry Puna. And so it it was a culmination of years of the, Mic- the Micronesian states feeling left out and disrespected is a word um, that's been thrown about a lot. Um, however, the previous Fijian Prime Minister, Frank Bainmarama, invited the members of the MPS to Suva last year and tried to broker a deal to keep the Pacific family together, hence the name the Suva Agreement. Now, that agreement um, necessitates um, some giving and some taking. So, offices of the PIFs that are meant to be established in Micronesian states and a list of other goodies that had been offered uh, by the former Prime Minister Frank Bainmarama. However, at the Pacific Islands Forum leaders meeting in July of last year, the leaders could not come to an agreement over how the Suva agreement would be operationalized. They did agree, however, to meet in Denarau this weekend to look at exactly what goes where, what gets set up in which state of the Pacific and the most important question of all Priyanka is who pays for it so um, that is the most significant part of the agenda uh, in this weekend's and this week's proceedings Oh very interesting so I guess the the logistical step often the most overlooked but most important step uh, to the Suva agreement is happening there in Denarau um, and I understand that they, today it's the Micronesian leaders meeting who, who you just explained were sort of the key parts of this bringing together the Pacific Islands uh, family again. What what can we expect from this meeting happening between Micronesian leaders? It will be the first time as well for the members of the Micronesian Presidential Summit to meet together. And the idea is that they meet with the current chair, who, of course, is the new Fijian Prime Minister, Sitiveni Rambuka, who, in his first overseas state visit, visited President Mamao and engineered this now return to the Pacific Valley. So what we understand is that uh, while all of the leaders are invited to the Ratumara and Sir Michael Somare Cup, a golf 
Gulf tournament that has run almost as long as the Pacific Islands Forum Leaders Meeting has, um, the members of the MPS will sit down to a Talanoa. It's very informal, um, as is the most of the proceedings of this weekend. The agenda itself is very wide and open, and so there's a lot of um, uh, recreational activities. So Talanoa over cover with Prime Minister Rambuka to look at um, the long-standing issues that the Micronesian states have had that led to their withdrawal or at least the threatening of their withdrawal in the case of the other members of the NPS. Um, and the idea is that the Vuvale addresses that this weekend before the handover of the chair of the forum to the Polynesians, which in this case will become uh, will be the Cook Islands Prime Minister. Mm, interesting. Um, and do we know, um, are those decisions around um, who will become the next Secretary General, the next sub-regional office, that those are also happening during this time? Or is that is it just sort of uh, informalities, as you said, during these meetings? This meeting is specifically about the Suva Agreement. We know that the selection of the Secretary General will not take place for some time. Um, as, as part of the Suva Agreement itself, Secretary General Puna completes his term, and the term is lengthened to 2025. And so this meeting is purely about how they're going to um, implement the Suva Agreement, who pays for it, and to look at the, the details of what moves where. What um, was was engineered in the Suva Agreement is, is quite impactful and some of it very specific. Uh, for example, um, the, the the office of the oceans, uh, the Pacific Oceans Commissioner now has to move to a Micronesian state as well. They want a sub-regional office and also a trade office. So this, that's, that in itself is quite a large um, uh, chunk for them to chew through this week, Priyanka. Yes, yes. Not not all golfing tournaments and uh, kava sipping uh, for the week. Um, now, I wanted to turn to the media side of things there. You've covered multiple forum leaders meeting. Do you know if this will operate any differently when it comes to how uh, the Pacific leaders interact with the press? What's access to the leaders looking like? Priyanka, that was the first um, the first t- thing that I noticed upon coming to this meeting, traveling in from Suva, is I'm not even wearing an accreditation badge, and that in itself was an indication of the more relaxed uh, security around these meetings. Uh, but I'm told by veterans who cover these meetings that that is usually the Pacific way, and so there's a lot of access. At the formal uh, welcome dinner last night, uh, we were all given full and complete access to the leader. And so it, for example, uh, you know, we could run into and, and have a Talanoa with um, the president of the Federated States of Micronesia, which, you know, I took advantage of last night as well. And so there's a lot of access. The press are invited everywhere. And, and as it is, we're about to accompany uh, Foreign Minister uh, Penny Wong to um, the new humanitarian stockpile at the Black Rock military camp. So there's a lot of access, uh, Priyanka. And I have to say it um, it's a lot easier to be able to talk to our leaders about the issues, um, you know, that are facing the Pacific region at this particular PIFS meeting. Yes, yes, very interesting. I guess all the Pacific leaders there in one section. It's it's a bit of a goldmine for, for journalists and looking forward to what you'll cover. Um, what can you expect to come out of the meeting? Do we have any hints about any outcomes yet, Lude? We do know that um, tomorrow afternoon, the, the, the outgoing chair, Prime Minister Rambuka, is meant to make an announcement around the details that they knock through for the next two days. Uh, we don't expect 
any major um, uh, uh, news to be announced or any major drama to unfold, since a lot of the work has already been done prior to this particular meeting. Uh, we understand, however, that some of the other issues facing the region, such as um, the implementation of the 2050 strategy and also the outcomes of the visit to uh, Fukushima in Japan, um, are, are meant to be talked about as well and should be part of that final communique, Priyanka. Yes, well, very interesting, Lude. Um, if any listeners want to keep um, updated with what's going on there in Denarau, um, how, how can they do that? Uh, you'll be updating your Twitter, is it? Priyanka, I am on Twitter on at Lide Movono, but all of the details coming out of here should be going on the ABC Pacific digital platforms. I understand that the larger ABC family is also um, covering um, the meeting. However, at ABC Pacific on Twitter and at ABC Pacific on Facebook is where I hope all of the news goes out first. But if there are any major drama or major announcements, uh, people can follow me on at Lide Movono. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Lide, for that update. That was ABC's reporter in Fiji, Lide Mavono, bringing us the latest about that special Pacific Islands Forum Leaders Retreat.